you're ready to stop submitting basic applications and winging your interview for your next nursing role, whether you're a graduate nurse or a seasoned healthcare professional, we'd love to exclusively invite you to our secret nurse growth hub, where you can get all of the support to apply, interview and land your next nursing role completely free. All of the resources that we've shared and created over the last three years that have helped 3,000 plus nurses internationally apply, interview and land their next nursing role. So what are you waiting for? Come and join us today. It's completely free. LiamCaswell.com forward slash NGH. Come and join the Nurse Growth Hub today and let's make applying, interviewing and landing your next nursing role easy. If you could speak to 2023 version of you, future self, Liam, at the end of 2023, what will he have achieved? What is the biggest, wildest goal that you think is never going to be possible, but you want to just plant the seed and get curious about whether or not you could make it happen? That is how you make your goals happen, if you didn't know. It is all about creating the thought in your brain, imagining it, allowing yourself to think about how you would go about it, and seeing all the resistance come up, and then going out and doing it anyway. Hello, you are listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're all well, my friends. As you might have heard on last week's episode or on the grapevine, I've moved. (laughs) Lots been happening in life. I am actually recording this ahead of time, so technically not moved yet, but I'm moving from Sydney, Australia, where I love, I absolutely love Australia. It is my home. It is my adopted country of citizenship now. And I've made a big move for the next seven months to Paris, France. I know, Paris, France, can you believe it? What is life? It is a freaking roller coaster. That's what I'll tell you. It is. The funny thing is, little side story, little personal story. When I first met my partner, Luke, many, many years ago, over 10 years ago, I knew from the minute that I met him that we were going to have a wild, wild life. He had spent a lot of time building his career, studying. He's very, very smart, of course. And he did a PhD and he traveled internationally and volunteered and worked with lots of international agencies. He lived in Ethiopia for a while. I'm sure he won't mind me telling you all this. He lived in Ethiopia for a while. He lived in India for a year. He lived in Vanuatu. He likes to travel. You might be sensing a trend here. And when I met him, Funnily enough, he couldn't stay in the UK because of visas and citizenship and all of that. And we were just newly together. So we had to make a decision. So he moved to Ireland for a few months just to be a bit closer than Australia. And then we decided, right, we've got to move to Australia. And fast forward nearly a decade, we've been here and it was the best thing I ever did. But During that time, he's also been away and done other things. And he spent six months in India during COVID. And he's now got an amazing opportunity through his work to work in Paris for seven months. And we knew about it a little while ago. But, you know, with these things, you just never know until you're actually on the plane whether or not it's happening. So I'm going to be coming to you live from Paris. And I'm so excited about that. I speak no French, which is hugely problematic. And I'm going to have to do some intense learning. But I um, I actually love languages and I love the idea of being multilingual and 
funnily enough, at school, I did better in languages than I did in biology, which is maybe scary that I'm a nurse. So anyway, we'll leave that to the side. Enough about me, but I'm so, so excited to bring different perspectives, bring European nurses onto the podcast, really branch out into what healthcare looks across there. Because I know lots of you Aussies potentially want to go there. Lots of the beautiful Europeans and UK nurses and Irish and American nurses want to come to Australia. So um, stay tuned for lots of exploration of what it looks like across there. And I do have this little idea. I'm still waiting for a TV deal. <laughs> if there's any TV deal, TV producers listening, I'm ready and waiting. I would love to travel the world and go and visit the world's hospitals and healthcare systems and to like document the whole thing. How cool would that be? I know for me, like I watched the world's toughest prisons and I love that show. It's so incredible to see the differences between each country across the world, how they treat the inmates, like what food they get, the experiences, the cult, all of the things. And I'm like, oh my God, how interesting would it be to go into a hospital and to do something similar? So if you're listening and you've got access to a TV producer and you're looking for a charismatic presenter, I'm here and ready and living for it. I'm positioned beautifully in Paris and I can start doing tours of amazing hospitals. Maybe I'll just do that on my own accord until I'm picked up. But anyway, it's the end of the year. It's so exciting. We've got a couple of weeks left. And I just wanted to take a moment to be grateful and to thank you all for spending your precious, precious time with me. Your time is your most valuable asset. And the fact that you put your little earplugs in and you go on your little walk, you drive your car, you do whatever you're doing, you cook your dinner and you give me your time. Honestly, I just can't even deal with the fact that there's over 2000 of you a month that do that. So thank you so much. It is a privilege. And I'm always open to hearing what you want to hear specifically on the podcast, especially going into 2023. But I've got some really awesome ideas lined up for you next year. So less about me and more about what I can do for you today and how I can serve you through this beautiful podcast. I've been talking a lot recently in our high performance nursing membership. If you're not in there, come join us. It's fabulous. And within our programs and just online in general about the idea of being stuck in your nursing career. And I know a lot of you will resonate with this. A lot of you experience this. And for me, this was such an integral part of my nursing narrative where I told myself for probably a good six, seven years that I was stuck. And the funny thing is, I've been coached on this so much that now I'm like, hold on a minute, it's actually impossible to be stuck. Because in the literal sense, of course, you can't be stuck anywhere. And that's what I wanted to offer you today is that if you're somebody that is thinking that you're stuck or you're stuck in a situation or there's lots of things holding you where you are, I want to just maybe get you curious about exploring whether that's true or not and what you could do to get yourself quote unquote unstuck. Often it's just actually getting cognitively unstuck is the first step and are starting to explore what is actually possible. So I wanted to give you four things to think about when you're trying to get unstuck in your career. They're not in order. You can do them in any way, shape or form. But I just want you to start thinking about it. Because I know a lot of you will be thinking, 2023 is my year. It's time to go. I'm going to do all the things. And we usually overload our brain and our schedule with having 50 different habits and new things that we're trying to achieve in January next year. When in fact, we could just start doing the work now. <laughs> Never a better time than the present to start doing the work that's most important to us. So, Let's talk about this. The first thing that I want you to think about, if you're in a role, you're at a point, 
anything in your life, it doesn't have to be career related, where you're feeling a little stuck, you're feeling a little rusty, you're thinking, oh, there must be more, or maybe you're thinking this is it, is this it? And you're asking yourself these open-ended questions. I want you to just get really critical and assess your situation. What I love to do with people is to get them to download all of their thoughts, dump everything down onto a page, and to just really curiously explore everything that's coming out of your mind. Remember, we have 60,000 thoughts a day, so it's impossible that all of them can be true. And we've got to clear out our mind periodically so that we can see what's actually happening, see how much of it is BS and how much of it is actually true and what we want to keep and what we want to let go of. Our brain is often filled with a lot of things that are not serving us, that unconsciously have just been dropped in there because we've heard them, we've seen them, we've experienced it, and we've never actually challenged or questioned it. So once we've dumped all of our thoughts onto a bit of paper, we're going to go through it and we're just going to look at what we like about it and what we don't like about it. We're going to think about how it aligns to our job, to our life, and we're going to get curious about how it all aligns to our values and the type of person that you are. Does the work that you're doing really fit your personality? Are you really shy and introverted? And are you doing like ED critical care work where every day it's like a huge energy suck for you? And you're thinking to yourself, what's wrong with me? I can't do this. But in fact, you're just maybe not best suited for that environment. We often see this with critical care specialties, right? Because the system and the unis and all the people tell us, you've got to go and do critical care. It's where you propel your career. And in fact, maybe you're just not that way inclined. Maybe outpatient is perfect for you. Maybe theater is better for you. Maybe a data role is much better for you. Who knows? You don't know until you map it all out, download it all out onto our page and start getting curious about it. If you don't know what your personality type is, I will leave a link in the show notes for you to go and do a 16 personalities test. It's amazing. It is so true to form. We'll give you everything that you need and you'll feel seen. Honestly, you will feel so seen. And just start thinking about how does that align with where you are in your career and in your life. The next thing that I'd really love you to explore is getting curious about what's possible for you. I don't know about you, but when I was burnt out and feeling stuck and feeling misaligned in my career, there were no possibilities. I was like in Debbie Diner negative land. I was fully depressed. I was there. I was having anxiety. And I was every day I was running victim stories like nothing's going to happen for me. The world's against me. You know, I can't do this. I'm never going to make it forward. If you resonate with any of this, you're 100% human. And maybe you're just not giving enough airtime in your brain to what might be possible, right? Because there's always a flip side. We know this nursing, there's always a flip side. Patient's unwell, the patient gets better. Right? We're on this continuum. It's always fluctuating. But cognitively, somewhere along the track, we've been taught that it should just be stable and that our career should just be plain sailing. We should just keep growing and evolving. And everything that happens that is a quote-unquote setback is a problem. When we get curious about our career and we start looking at the possibilities that we have available to us, it opens up a whole new world. So a couple of really beautiful ways to do this is just mapping out what would your ideal perfect day look like? Now, this is going to be very challenging. You're going to find this really difficult and that's good. I'm glad because what it's doing, it's challenging your brain to think outside the box and to think what could be possible for you, right? I have this idea and I've pinched this a little bit from my coach but I love this idea of thinking about the fact that as a human being your capacity is completely uncapped right a lot of us my parents are great at this my parents will be like that nah, I'm done that's it you know I've achieved what I need to achieve and I'm like are you kidding me you're in your mid 
to late 50s. Calm down, people. Calm down. We breed very young in the UK. But if you hear or do you say things to yourself like, you know, that's not available to me. I can't achieve that. It's not in my path. Or that's too difficult for me. We need to really get curious about why you would think that that is true and why you would cap your capacity. I truly believe one of the biggest gifts as a human is that we have 100% untapped and uncapped capacity. And when you think about it, most of us die with unused capacity, right? Most of us don't live to our fullest capacity in our life and our careers. Why is that? Let's get curious about it. Even if you just increased your capacity by 1% to 2%, how different would your life and career look as a clinician? Get curious about it. So when you map out your ideal day, so it's an awareness-raising activity, we're going to look at what comes up for you, what challenges present cognitively. And then from there, you're going to be able to see how um, broadly you are allowing yourself to think. And maybe you notice that it's like, oh, I'll get up, I'll eat my same breakfast, I'll drive in my same car to the job, I'll go to the job, I'll hate my job, I'll come home. If that's the narrative that you're running, it's a really great indicator that you're not giving yourself access to what is possible for you. So just play with it. There are no rules. You don't actually have to take any action. And there's no harm done, right? Don't use it as an opportunity to beat the heck out of yourself cognitively. I want you to think about if you could do anything, what would it be? In the next year, If you could speak to 2023 version of you, future self, Liam, at the end of 2023, what will he have achieved? What is the biggest, wildest goal that you think is never going to be possible, but you want to just plant the seed and get curious about whether or not you could make it happen? That is how you make your goals happen, if you didn't know. It is all about creating the thought in your brain, imagining it, allowing yourself to think about how you would go about it, and seeing all the resistance come up, and then going out and doing it anyway. Think about it. Anything you've created in your life has come from curiosity about what's possible for you. Did you know that nearly every nurse that joins our application support program comes in feeling lost, stuck, confused about where they want to go, and they don't know if they can continue on their current career path? They want access to clarity, options, career growth opportunities to help them find the work that aligns with who they are and allows them to live again and nurse on their terms. If that sounds like you, we can 100% help you. It starts really simply with booking a call with me to explore your situation and you and I will map out together a plan forward. If you want to go from stuck, burnt out, confused and overwhelmed to aligned, clear and in control of your career, it's super simple. Book a call today, let's have a chat and let's get you moving towards your goals. It's totally possible for you too. So when people tell me, oh no, it's I can't, I can't see that, it's not possible for me, you're just choosing to block your own possibility. Right? You're just not allowing yourself to go there. And it's usually because of fear, worry, lack of know-how, like how you're going to do it. What if you didn't need to know any of that? What if you could just go and try and test and fail and succeed and get up and try and test and fail and succeed? And you'd get there anyway. I never believed that it was possible that I could work full-time as a nurse, coach, life coach, career coach, have a podcast with thousands of downloads with people all over the world listening, replace my full-time nursing income. None of that was possible for me. But at the start of this year, I made an intentional practice that I would look at that every day and that I would see and I'd realign with it every day. I just have it on a post-it note 
And I would read it out loud and I would see my goals and I created a vision board for the first time that's right by my desk. And I look at it every day and it realigns me and it brings it back to the forefront of my mind. Whether I want to or not, it's there, it's right in my face. And it just allows me to explore what is possible for me. And in doing that, I now feel like anything is possible. I truly feel like I have no limit on what I can achieve or what I can do. What a beautiful place to be. I want more nurses to have access to that. Whether you want to be an entrepreneur or not, it's totally available to you. The third thing is being open to embracing the full human experience. When you're feeling stuck, you're feeling a lot of negative emotions, right? And when we feel negative emotions, it's usually because we're having negative thoughts. Many of us have been led to believe that negative emotions are created by the situations that we're in. And sometimes that is true. Sometimes that is true for sure. If you're in a really, really toxic workplace, that can create feelings of anxiety, fear, worry. But the reason why you're feeling all of those things is because you have a thought that drives anxiety, fear, and worry, okay? It never really truly is the environment because here's why. The environment perceived by somebody else could be really positive. They might love it there. Your interpretation of it is that it's toxic and someone else could absolutely adore it. How is that even possible? It teaches us that the environment is never the issue. For sure, there are some environments that we might choose to just not want to be part of, and that's totally your choice. But our thoughts create our feelings, okay? Our situations don't create our feelings. So when we accept that and we understand that at a cognitive level and we really practice that, we get to realize that when we're feeling stuck, that we should just allow ourselves to feel that emotion, right? If you're feeling stuck, worry, excitement, happiness, whatever it is, we want to get good at accepting and processing and feeling those emotions intentionally in the moment and then choosing to feel them. How many times as a nurse have you been in a situation where you've had emotion come up, could be positive, could be negative, and then you are suppressing it because it's not the right time, it's unprofessional, maybe you shouldn't be feeling this right now, you don't know what to do if you do feel it, it's too vulnerable, what will people think? Isn't it so funny that we suppress are what makes us uniquely human. It is a privilege to be a human that feels their feelings and to process them and to fully embody the full human experience. Feelings are just vibrations in our body that we do need to process and allow. So when we suppress them and we push them aside and we move on to the next patient and we take that new admission and we don't process and take a minute to just feel sadness for that patient that just passed away or elation, we're stripping ourselves of the human experience. This is why we burn out. Feeling our feelings is integral to building a sustainable and healthy career and to getting us unstuck. Because when you go from stuck, quote unquote stuck, to happy, elated, you know, joyful gratitude, on that journey, you're going to feel all the things. You're going to feel better for a minute, then you're going to feel terrible again. Then you're going to feel excited and optimistic, and then you're going to feel delusional. If you don't allow yourself to process all of those feelings, just as a human first, and then as a nurse second, you're going to remove yourself from that full experience. And it's going to be much, much harder for you to move forward. Whenever I work with people and they come across emotion, we process it, they feel it, and they always feel so much better. They just let the weight of the emotion run through them. They just feel it. They describe it. They put a label to it. They just see it as a vibration in the body and then they move on from it. There's just a beauty in processing it. Unprocessed emotions build up over time. They compound and you just escalate and it erupts. Trust me, done it so many times. It's never pleasant. Think about like arguments with your partner, <laughs> disagreements with people. You don't process that. The next time you see them, you add another layer. Next time you see them, you add another emotional layer. And then it just all gets too much, right? And we bust up. So 
embracing our emotions when we're feeling stuck and we're trying to explore our career is so important. If you're somebody that wants to learn how to do that, that's what we do in our membership and our coaching programs. It is a life skill that we must, must master. And I always think the nurses that really truly embody emotion and they allow themselves to cry and they be there and they're professional, but respectful, but also human. They are the best nurses. I believe I'm biased because I feel like that's me, but they are the people that people just connect to, right? We're empaths as clinicians. Why do we choose to suppress that? It's not good enough to say that it's unprofessional because you could argue that sitting there and just having a stern face when something really tragic happens is not a positive or pleasant experience for patients and families. So the fourth and final thing as we wrap up is about offering value to the world. And I want you to think about when you're stuck and you're feeling stuck in your career, I want you to look at that list that you made at the start and think about what value you are offering other people. As nurses, we are so beautifully gifted at giving value to other people all the time. Our patients, our staff, our colleagues, our peers, their families, externals, all of the people we give to every day. We are givers, but we're really terrible at taking. We're really, really bad at taking as a whole. And what I want you to think about here is that when you're unstuck in your career and you are thinking of exploring your career, get good at receiving. Get good at receiving offers of employment. Get good at receiving feedback. Get good at gifting and receiving yourself the opportunity for new things, possibility. Get good at receiving and gifting to yourself the opportunities that you deserve, that you're worthy of in your career. If there is a mismatch here between us giving too much and not receiving and taking back, it's a recipe for burnout, right? Of course, we're going to build resentment. We're going to feel entitlement. We're going to maybe hate on the industry. We're going to have lots of narratives, negative nursing narratives about why me. All of these things come up when we're not open to receiving. It is impossible to just give and not get back. So the beautiful thing here is that you are in control. You can give back to yourself anything that you think you deserve. And when we are giving to the world, like often as nurses, the care that we deliver is so beautiful, right? It's so irresistible. Our patients are so grateful for it nine times out of 10. And then it's about thinking about, well, how can you make receiving care irresistible for you? You know, how many nurses or people listening to this podcast hate receiving compliments and they just brush it off and shrug it off? Why don't we just let ourselves receive that compliment and just be like, yeah, I am pretty amazing. (laughs) What's wrong with that? You don't have to verbalize it, but what if we just, instead of brushing it off and telling the student it's just our job and the patient, oh, you know, it's all in a day's work, maybe that's flippant, but maybe we should just sit with that and just be like, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. And I'm really glad that you recognize that. Thanks for acknowledging the value you received. Like whatever that looks like for you, being open to receive it and just base, think of it like this. They're giving you value back through whatever it might be, feedback, compliments, advice, support, anything, job offers, investment, CPD, education, and you're topping up your bank of value received. If you look at them like piggy banks, the bank that you give, 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 like there's thousands of dollars in there. How many dollars do you have in your piggy bank of received value? Even going to an education session, as an educator, this used to drive me crazy. People would come in, they'd sit there like I dragged them there. (laughs) They'd sit there like I dragged them there and that they were like, oh my God, what is he going to spraff about today? I'm like, now I'm thinking that was an opportunity for you to receive value. But if you come into that opportunity with no possibility that I'm going to deliver something that's going to be valuable to you, and you're not even open to that, and you're cognitively already shut down, then you're not going to be open to receiving value. But what if there's a nugget of gold in there? What if there's one thing that you take away that really resonates and changes your practice or changes your nursing life? 
being open to receiving value is integral for your growth. If you close it off, I don't know what happens, but I did that for many years and I was a very unhappy human. So I've covered four main things today to explore in your career. If you're feeling stuck and four things that I think you should be doing, maybe going into 2023 as a reflective exercise, get curious about your possibilities, assess where you are, be open to experiencing all the emotions because emotion is just a vibration in your body and our emotions are created from the thoughts that we choose to think. So that's a case we're in control of what we think and feel, which is so good to know, right? And then finally, how are you offering value to the world? And how are you being open to receiving that value back? I'm off to go and have some red wine. No, I'm kidding. I'm off. Thank you so much for your time today. Let me know what you thought of this podcast. Tell me what you're going to be working on. What did this bring up for you? Make sure you share this podcast with a nursing friend. And I will see you in the next episode. Have a beautiful day. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out our High Performance Nursing Membership, my monthly coaching program where we take what we teach in this podcast and we take it to the next level to help you thrive as a high performance human and a nurse. Join us at liamcaswell.com forward slash HPNM. I would love to see you in there. I'll see you in coaching.